Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, the gaming podcast hosted by David and Chris. And brought to you by Omaha Steaks. <laughs> yeah, they'll cure <laughs> your... It's... Uh, what was the... It's such a weird... So, me and Chris uh, really like wrestling, which is partially why the show is called Suplex the Sticks. And we can talk about it because Seth is still not and, back and yet. Seth hates wrestling. So, but, we kind of run the creative department right now. And so, there's just... I'm really glad our show isn't ad-supported because... Um, we listened to this episode of Chris Jericho's podcast, who we love, who I love, but all of his transitions to his ads are so weird. Like one of the guys was talking about his depression and Chris Jericho just goes, you know, what makes me depressed when I can't get my <laughs> Omaha steaks. And it's like, oh my gosh. what the heck are you? <laughs> It was, it was such a weird We're We're not thing. sponsored by Omaha Steaks, but I wanted to make that joke because I listened to my first Talk is Jericho cast today. Right. And I was caught extremely off guard. Why? Oh, well. Just like, because he does, like, like, props to him for doing his own, like, ads and not letting, like, some, you know, not not hosting, like like, Twitch, where it's like, check out this sponsored ad and it's like yeah. creditkarma.com or something. I like how he does, but it, I had never listened to him before. So like typically ad supported podcasts just play like your traditional ad. Oh, they gotcha. Traditional, because he, he like did his own segues and stuff. They get the, they get the filler from the actual company and basically just press play. He does everything. He either writes his own script or he just off the dome freestyles it which it sounded like he did the episode i listened to i thought it'd be really funny i'm also glad we're not ad supported because i don't even know like who would sponsor us maybe like icy hot or gamer goo gamer goo i saw i saw that booth at uh at megacon and i i handed some stickers to them nice gamer goo what's up yeah it's like a I don't know. It's supposed to make your hands not sweat. It made it seem like it's just glue that you put on your hand that clogs up your pores. That would actually be really functional if they can prove to me in testing that it's legitimate. Yeah. It sounds like they're on to something. So let's talk about games we played because I've got one very good experience this week and one very bad experience. (laughs) And I'm kind of bummed that one was very bad but it's there was okay. a super paradigm shift yeah in your gaming career so, this week so this weekend i decided i was playing final fantasy 10 man and i really love that game but i was like i need to play something besides an rpg i need a break from playing an rpg amen and so i i put it aside and i bought all of the steam world games a couple weeks ago when they were on sale and I got like I got Steamroll Dig and Dig 2 and Heist for 15 bucks which usually they're about 30 or 40 total and I got them all for 15 nice um and so 66% yeah basically and so I I started up Steamroll Dig 1 and you're this little robot named Rusty and you come upon this town and your uncle called you there so that you could mine for him uh you you're taking over his mine and this game is so good it is you are just a robot digging into the ground and mining ore coming back up and selling the ore and upgrading whatever like your pickaxe or your light because your light can get run out while you're down there in the mine And you get more gas for your light by getting fresh air. You refresh your water and stuff. And then you just go back down and keep digging. Like it's just a mining game. And then eventually there's a final boss. And this game is so good. It took me about like five and a half hours to beat. And I unlocked everything in it. And it was so fulfilling. Hmm. (laughs) This game is definitely suplex certified. I've already started the second one. I'm only right at the beginning, though. But it did remind me a lot of this Flash game I used to play in high school, which is going to sound terrible because it sounds like I didn't do work in class, 
Um, that's only partially true. But um, we uh, all did something like that yeah. in class. But there's this game called Motherload on like whatever game service flash game website you used as a kid, whether it was like mini clips or whatever. Um uh Newgrounds, I think, was one of them. I can't remember. <clears throat> but it was called Motherload, and it was the same premise. You just dig down, dig down, and, you know, get ore and then sell it. And, yeah, it's – I'm a big fan of digging into the earth and coming back up and selling things. Who'd have thought? I... Sounds horrifically monotonous, but how many games out there – are like that and are really good. Exactly. Lots. And there's there's even some strategy to it because you you don't want to get crushed by bricks that are above okay. you and you don't want to hit these like gas pockets and you want to you also got to track out the way you're going so that you can make sure that you can a get back up but b you know have a way to get to the ore on the other side of the map cuz it's pretty mm. wide. And so, yeah, it was, uh, it's, man, I really enjoyed it and had a lot of fun. I want you to talk about your positive experience <laughs> before uh, we yeah, talk about course. the other one. Kids, I'd also not recommend searching Motherload on the internet. Just uh, yeah, it's helpful tip yeah. to everybody. Don't search that. Maybe search Motherload game. That might not work either. Yeah. You're kind of out of luck. Sorry. You're going to have to play SteamWorld. I uh, I kept this I kept this secret from David. So David and I have this like best friend relationship where we have to keep stuff from each other to make the content interesting. <laughs> so yeah. we we hope that you guys find it beneficial to your ear holes. If not, we can be open in like a normal friendship would be. So you guys let us know. Anyways, I have been playing. <laughs> I downloaded. Uh, Blue Stacks on my Blue Stacks is a like modulator that lets you play mobile games. You know me and my mobile games, mobile games on your computer. And I actually found uh, Werewolf Online, like the tabletop game. Okay. Werewolf Online, and I've been having a blast. To anyone who's played the tabletop game, I'll explain it to you real quick. Basically, uh, it's a game of deception and lying. The werewolves have to sell out someone else there's a minion who basically is on the team of the werewolves you have a hunter who if you vote for him he shoots someone and kills them there's lots of roles it's a game of deception and talking your way out of it it works uh, it obviously works way better in person it is really funny to play online to sniff out because it's harder to sniff out who's lying yeah, I was going to uh, ask, how does yeah. this work? Is it like in a chat room? Is it? Yes, it's a chat room. Okay, um, okay. So you'll have, like, like there was one instance where there's actually a lot more roles than there are in, like, the basic one-night game. However, I know there's a lot of, like, Mafia and Alien expansions, and maybe these roles make up those games. But there's a role of, like, the medium who can revive someone who's died, which is really cool. There's a bomber who plants bombs, and if, like... The bomber doesn't die. Three bombs will randomly go off and kill people, and he plays for himself. <laughs> it's very cra- – it's crazy. It gets nuts. Uh, big is- biggest issue is lots of little kids playing who either can't play the game or they just spam, you know, memes and think they're hilarious, and they're not. But I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, obviously, it's a lot harder to get big groups together to play, you know, tabletop games and board games. We do our best. David, if you guys don't know, which you guys probably don't, has a treasure trove of board games in his living room. I mean, we're talking probably 50 to 75. Oh, yeah. So he's a big board gamer. Uh, I'm a big board gamer. This is a gaming podcast. I really, really enjoy it. There were definitely some frustrating experiences. Like, I'm the seer, and I said that someone was evil, and then people vote to kill me. And then they kill me and I'm the seer. And it's like, I literally told you this guy was evil. Like, as soon as I got into the chat room, how else would I know that? So there are some frustrating experiences, but it is a good time when I'm just chilling and inputting data or I'm mod, you know, modulating my wife's stream or something. It's good to just have up kind of 
chilling in the background. And there's a progression system and stuff, but I've been playing that uh, awkwardly and weirdly and having a fun time. I haven't played it in a couple of days because of uh, what David's going to tell you about next. So I, I feel bad that I'm the one saying it first, but I feel like I do need to because I... It definitely I, just happened to you. Yeah, it only <laughs> happened to me, and I, I feel like really just scorned by this. Um, so yesterday, me and Chris finally decided we were going to start Anthem together. And I, I joked with him because Chris messaged me, hey man, I think I think it, tonight's the night for Anthem. And in my head, I'm just like, ah, he chooses the night that the Destiny expansion drops. To I did. I really Anthem. did. <laughs> and, I, I had no idea. And I'm just like, all right, that's fine. I didn't, I didn't care. I really didn't. I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, it's, it's okay. And so <clears throat> I, I, I go and I, I, it's about seven 30. We agreed to start at eight and I, I boot it up and I start playing. And then like not two minutes into t- the tutorial area, it boots me. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. Um, what could what could be causing this? I don't know. My internet's fine. I check everything. I do it again. I start the game up. I skip all the cutscenes. I choose male voice, and I go to like two minutes later than I was. So four minutes into the demo, uh-huh. probably about where I got like the sprint and double jump, mm-hmm. boots me again. And I'm like, all right, that's really weird this time. Like, it, this is now happening more than once. This is not fun. Then, lo and behold, I I check my internet. I make sure that we've paid our internet bill. My phone is working. Everything's fine. This is the third time. I get 10 minutes into this tutorial. I get to the area where if you've played Anthem... Uh, part of the way they teach you the game is you have to go and save this squad and revive them. Mm-hmm. And so I get to that part and it boots me the moment I save the first guy. And I'm like, all right, this is still really strange. I I don't quite understand. And then I did it again in the exact same spot it booted me. And that being your fourth time. Yeah, my fourth time. And then Chris got on, the, get on, got on Xbox Live Party with me. At this point, I am irate. <laughs> Oh yeah, because I I have given up playing Anthem. I turned on Overwatch because I decided, you know, I need to try another online game. Yeah, we need to run an analysis to of this see, and see if yeah. this is my Xbox. You know, if it's my internet, whatever. Nope, I play Overwatch fine. I played like two matches, three matches, no drops, um, and then I'm like, whatever, I'll I'll try this again. So I, I did a hard reset on my Xbox and I tried two more times and lo and behold it Total still six. still did not work. It booted me at the same spot. And now now I'm like really mad because I bought this game. I really want to play it. You know what I mean? I am giving EA a shot here. And I'm getting nothing but spit in my face. And then I play Destiny for the next, say, like, I think we're on for another hour and a half. No issues at all (laughs) with my internet. Didn't get kicked out of any of the planets. Nothing. And so... So we've ruled out the internet. So we've ruled out the internet. We've also ruled out the Xbox. Right. I get home today after the gym, after I'm done eating, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to try... I'm going to try Old Anthem because I I do want to play this before the show. And I start the intro and I'm playing and I'm playing and I get further. And I'm like, okay, maybe maybe the server I was just connecting to last night was not doing good. I don't know. And I'm playing and I'm playing and I'm getting past that area. And I there's that little platforming area afterwards. And then yes. right when I see mm-hmm. the Titan in front of me and... It's go. It's starting to do the story part where they're telling us to turn back, and we're refusing to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it boots me, <laughs> and then it did it again at that spot, and I just decided to uninstall the game, and yeah, so that's where I'm at. I had to uninstall the game because it would not. Uh, just doesn't want to work for me. I don't know why. 
I don't know what I did to it. Um, I never spoke very much ill about Anthem. But yeah, that's that's where I'm at. And now it's reinstalling. Because I do want to play this game, man. And I know I want to hear your positive experience because I want to be uplifted. It's um, it's really unfortunate. Excuse me. Um, I didn't mean to I be played... so long-winded with that. But no, I, wa- okay. I wanted people to feel my pain. Yeah, I, I felt it. I was there. I experienced the encounter firsthand. It's unfortunate. The so and the, everybody knows if you've listened to this cast ever that I uh, have no problem the the way the way American journalists speak about like Vladimir with no fear of their life. I speak about EA the same way. <laughs> I have I do not have any regard for the feelings of the employees who work there, the companies they share interest with and partner with, because I feel like they are one of the upper echelon, they're one of the upper echelon companies in gaming and they just can't do right for the last, I don't know how many years. Um, Many, many, uh, many critics will say, oh, but Apex Legends, that was 100% respawn. Vince Zampella pretty much said, we told them what we were doing and they said, do it. And that was that. So you can't say, oh, well, EA did Apex. They didn't. They had honestly nothing to do with it other than just put literally stamping their approval on it. Right. Which which Respawn is God tier, in my opinion. So that's, it wasn't too hard for EA to do. Long story short, played the beta. Really liked it, but there were definitely some issues. And I knew I had to... I just had that gut feeling that I knew I had to stay away from the initial release. Fast forward to today, everybody knows that the initial release bombed, uh, tons of glitches, progression system wasn't working, weapons weren't scaling appropriately, Bioware just falling through the cracks, everybody knows, everybody's read the articles. Fast forward to today, they playing the tutorial, they fixed a lot of the issues that I found, you no longer have to dive back down to the ground to cool down your suit. Game, uh, the gunplay was fantastic in my opinion. Flying through the air, you're basically you know Johnny Storm and Iron Man <laughs> as one. You know, the, so many good things I can recommend. There were no lag issues, no frame drops. The enemies that I got to see were pretty cool. Story's mad, but that's not why I'm playing it. If I wanted to play a, a Bioware game for story, there's obviously way different choices I would make. Yeah, but, that's that's one of the complaints I never fully got about this game was. Yeah, I'm not buying it for story. Yeah. So I really think at the $30 price point, 50% off, that this game will be a blast. Potentially even suplex certified at a $30 price point. Problem is, <coughs> David can't play it. And yeah. I'm not going to play without him. And and I, honestly, I was super sad for him. Not only for him, but I wanted to play the game. And I've been playing Witcher 3, man, and I've realized I've got to play that game very casually because I get very anxious because I love Witcher 3 but I get so anxious like big open world games are not for me I get like I I I realized I will not play the next Elder Scrolls when it comes out like I can't I can't do it you get I you get the analysis paralysis baby the yeah there's too many options for you that's literally what it is and I crunch numbers and I take data and I deal with behaviors all day and I don't want to deal with my own behaviors in a you know a huge open world RPG. I'm gonna play Cyberpunk because I feel it's gonna keep me invested. But like the next Elder Scrolls, like I won't be able to do it. I'm already cashing my chips. Yeah. But long story short, about Anthem, a game you pro- you guys probably don't want to hear us talk about is we really want to play it, and uh, it's like David took in a stray dog and the stray dog attacked him and killed his whole family. <laughs> it's it's like if it's like the worst case scenario for you and Django. Like if you had yeah. taken in Django and it was a terrible cat. Yeah. So it's like it's he 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 believed in you and maybe we can get it fixed. Hopefully we do because I don't want him to be $30 a wash. But he, you know, on Reddit, they have minimal suggestions and people have run into this problem, but they don't have like concrete answers. They're like, try it another day. Yeah. It's literally one of the most upvoted answers. Yeah. Just try another day. And it's, it's like, like uh... <laughs> I'll just play it another day, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's, 
that's kind of been our gaming adventures this week. And David's playing on an Xbox One X. I think that needs to be mentioned as well. Yeah, I So the 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 best system to run this game. Yeah, it lets me know I'm playing in HDR10 and everything. It's great and you know, it just won't let me play. Uh but I want to uh I do want to say that I did play a little bit of Jackbox also um yes. on your wife's stream. And I appreciate so that. Yeah, it was you, fun. If you guys ever want to do, she does like community nights and stuff, and mm-hmm. um, so she does it all at Spooky Lunchbox on Twitch. Mm-hmm. So peep that if you want to watch. Like she does horror games and stuff yep. too, and um, I don't want to like misrepresent her, but she does no, a lot of no, you're, a lot you're of neat stuff. So um a lot of the stuff that i don't play not only because of <laughs> like a it's scary but b um i mean i i think it'd be fun to play jackbox on twitch but it it also just requires me to have like a full-on setup and i yeah i'm kind of not willing to go that far so <laughs> um let's with that transition talk about the news because there's a decent amount of it because this is a leak week baby and leak week uh you know uh, it's always going to happen that before e3 there's going to be a ton of leaks and there has i don't know if there's been a ton but there's definitely been a decent amount so we should we should get on it and talk about those uh there's been there's been so many leaks chris that I actually forgot that Call of Duty Modern Warfare got announced last week of the day that wasn't, after the episode. It was, it was planned. Yeah, and it that was planned. <laughs> um, even though it had been leaked already. Mm-hmm. But, That's true. Uh, it's like a soft reboot of the original Modern Warfare or Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. They just want to confuse people and they're, they're, work, they're doing it. And... It's uh, I mean, I'm sure it'll be fun and it'll be good. To, I, I mean, I'll have to look at it. I really liked Modern Warfare, but my, um, my love for it was sated with the HD re-release they did. Yeah. So I don't necessarily see why I need it again. But we'll we'll see what they do. It it looked pretty. So this one will have a campaign. It'll have a campaign. Regardless of how possibly controversial it is, uh, it will have one. And then I'm sure there's st- I'm sure uh, Big Daddy Phil has some stuff he's going to show too. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, today, THQ Nordic announced that they are going to be <laughs> in a short teaser re-releasing uh, SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom, uh, and it's called Rehydrated as like the HD version. I like it. And it's going to have high-end visuals, modern resolutions, um, and multiplayer. So it it seems like it'll be a bonkers video game. I'm definitely intrigued. Oh, yeah. I liked the original. I, th- I had it on PS2. Um, I, I'm about some SpongeBob, to be honest. I don't know. Uh, I love you. SpongeBob. I just want to know what we're talking on the multiplayer front. Yeah, it'll be like split-screen co-op, they said. Okay, okay. Um, and there's going to be a horde mode, I horde guess, mode? that they're okay. adding. Nice. So that's pretty interesting. They're, yeah. they're doing the good, the right things. I agree. Um, some of the quicker news, there's going to be a Stadia conference tomorrow at 12 Eastern. And... Uh, we'll, we'll we'll somehow try to fit it in next week with all the other stuff we're going to be talking about. Yeah, they're going to be announcing like price point and stuff like that. Um, you know, they they kind of told Jason Schreier after their Stadia, the initial announcement that they were going to have a summer announcement and they wouldn't say E3. And it turns out okay. it's because it's happening the week before E3. Gotcha. So, then we have... The other thing that's happening tomorrow, which is the Destiny announcement, which is happening yes. at 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, you know, exactly the hour, the moment that Stadia ends, assumingly. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Because apparently it's rumored that uh, 
the part of the whole Destiny 2 leak that just happened is that it's going to be coming to Stadia. Okay. And it'll be one of the big games on there. Yeah. And also a graphic leaked for cross-saves coming. Yes. Which would be dope. It really would be, unfortunately. Un- here I had this conversation with a friend uh, today. To me, and I'm just going to play devil's advocate here because I do think it's awesome. To me, it's too little too late unless Destiny 3 is getting pushed way back because of the break-off. Yeah, I think, uh, and a lot of people have theorized if there it will be a Destiny 3 for a yeah. while. Like, yeah. not just expounding on this platform. And I think that that's, that's part of what the leak also was, is that there's... um. It's going to be a new expansion called Shadowkeep. Mm-hmm. And we're going back to the moon, baby. Back to the moon. And hopefully to some of the other planets that we left behind. Maybe some of the old locations like the Cosmodrome and everything. Um, for the people that loved the Cosmodrome and Destiny 1, I don't know how many people you know, are like me in that aspect. But <laughs> I loved all the locations in D1. So... But other yeah, than that, I'd be excited to flip my save over if they can guarantee me that Destiny Two's or I'm sorry, Destiny Three is coming out like way later than we expect. Right. Like if you're like, talking a couple years, I'll port my save over. But if you're talking like next year, we're getting ready yeah. to like show like then I'll just wait. That makes sense, yeah. especially well, since a, you're so far behind on DLC. Yeah, I, I'm very behind. But I mean, if they're if if all they're going to show at this E3 is way more like big content for destiny 2 then i might as well try to catch up yeah because the the thing is with all of these big year three updates it comes with the previous dlcs yes so you would really be buying one package that's true yeah i could always wait they'll they'll offer some kind of catch up something they'll yeah they'll offer something so destiny baby i love it i really want to play you anthem uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, different sort of destiny Um, and to uh, the other one I can't remember the name of you I don't really have any interest in playing you Um, are you you knocking on Warframe dude no Division 2 oh Division 2 because it's I don't I don't know I don't want realistic MMO type things I would rather just have it be very fantasy we've had this discussion dude space space boys especially with Breakpoint coming out like we're Right. Old news already. Um, so that that covers about half of the news. Um, did you have anything, Chris, that you wanted to nothing. throw out there? No, nothing's nothing's come to mind. Um, last week, um, I know I talk about this game all the time. I'm hoping that some people enjoy hearing about it. Dead by Daylight did their three-year anniversary uh, stream last week, and they talked about a lot of stuff that's not going that's not added to the game yet, but it looks like they heard what the fans want. They talked a lot about game health and you know more severe penalties for disconnects and reworking Freddy Krueger because Freddy Krueger is pretty much gr- broken in a bad way. They mentioned uh, obviously launching the dedicated servers. They uh, mentioned not only the Switch version that we talked about, but there's going to be a mobile version. Oh, okay. So uh, lots of neat things on the forefront, but their roadmap goes, I believe, till about March of 2020 so this so, this game can be scaled down pretty far then yeah okay. um uh, uh, they really they, i think it'll run perfectly on the switch if like if games like splatoon 2 can run on the switch i don't see any reason why dbd couldn't the mobile version i think is going to be something different and they're not ready to talk about it yet gotcha because they really didn't give us anything they just said mobile version yeah, which which if you which if you organize the roadmap in your head based on quarterly updates, we should see the mobile version in September. Which it's a mobile game, so you guys know I'll play it and I'll have a review of it. <laughs> yeah, of course, you do love them. Um, also, funny funny fact: they in the public test build they launched Ghostface, which basically means like it's your way to try it out. And I just made scary movie jokes the whole time. Nice. 
It was a good time. Was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's uh, that's good content. I I do need to, I need to get that game. That's on my list. I'm I'm ready, dude. I need to get it. Um. So uh, another leak that happened was Watchdog Legion. Yes. Which um, leaked that's going to be in London. Which we knew. Which yep. we knew. And so the weirdest thing leaked is that you'll be able to play as any NPC, which makes the game sound bonkers. Yeah, we're, that's like made. That's like straight Matrix. Right. It is totally like Agent Smith, you know, Matrix-style gameplay. And I'm totally here for it if they can pull it off. I... They said that it's going to be supported by, like, in-game systems. So I'm assuming that, like, they have a random generator. Like, you know, like, Borderlands loot isn't... Yes. They don't hand-make the loot. It's... No, 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 no. A grab bag of abilities, mm-hmm. you know. And so I'm assuming that that's how the NPCs are going to be made in Watch Dogs. And you're going to be able to just take control of them. And What's the story, then, if you can literally... <laughs> harbor inside of people <laughs> that's like that's what i want to know and like are you a character that can just take control of people or are you just bouncing from person to person i mean i i know leaked images showed like dead sec type stuff but in i didn't play Watch Dogs 2 i have no recollection of hearing about anything like you know like 1984 being a, well, I mean, granted, 1984, uh, Watch Dogs gets a lot of their ins- inspo from 1984, but I didn't, I didn't think you'd be able to control like human minds like that. Right. We we, I mean, we hit the we hit the ball way out in left field. Yeah, it's way different from anything that we could have guessed. But I, like you said, I can use my words to sell someone on a piece of poop, but then when they see that piece of poop, they're going to be out. So uh, Monday. I'm ready to see it. Oh yeah, I'm I'm very excited. I'm excited to see what Seth thinks because Seth hasn't seen any of this, and you know he's all about the watchdogs. Oh, absolutely. So him him being disconnected from the internet during the Pokemon Direct and the oh man the the watchdogs leak has been kind of sad for me. That poor guy. So, <laughs> and I mean, I'm sure sad for him. He didn't even know he doesn't even know a Pokemon Direct is coming. Uh, so, well, it's gonna be Christmas morning for him when he gets internet access. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, let's see. And with that, we we've talked about this on the episode on the podcast before, but the Sega Genesis Mini is coming out, mm-hmm. and they finally announced all the games that are going to be on it. It's going to be out on September nineteenth. Um, uh, this year and it's going to have 42 games instead of the previously announced 40 which is bonkers <laughs> and there it's going to have like Road Rash 2 Strider they announced Tetris and Columns um, what's some of the other the Vector Man they I would go through all 40 games but it would take me a while <laughs> but yeah, they they announced Sonic Spinball, which was, um, if you don't remember, my like must have, and also they announced the. So I don't know if you ever played this, Chris. I don't know. Did you have a Sega? Oh yeah, I had Sega and Sega. Remember that Willie Beamish life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had so, Sega and Sega CD. So Castle of Illusion and World of Illusion, dude. Castle of Illusion, dude. Yeah, I was yeah. super into both of those. And I'm excited to replay them. Castle of Illusion was was on sale on Steam for like four dollars, and I forgot to buy it. And I'm I'm hoping the summer sale redeems that for me, because I was so sad that I forgot to buy it. Well, let me tell you, you can play it on the classic three button <laughs> Sega Genesis for controller. ninety for what ninety bucks <laughs> for eighty it's eighty bucks. 80 bucks 80 bucks for 42 games you're is, you're not lying i not uh we talked about this maybe three weeks to a month ago um actually we didn't i did i didn't mention it i'm i mentioned double dragon but road rash 
is another game that I have like fond memories of playing. I was I was legit god tier at Road Rash. Nice. And, I uh, never played. It's that, a great game. So. It's a great game. All right, so let's talk about this Pokemon Direct boy. I'm... Disclaimer, real quick, before you start the Pokemon Direct. Yeah. Uh, so when I used to be in the podcast, I used to get pissed off that we talked about Nintendo all the time, and now I'm just realizing that Nintendo likes to take a month every three months to just literally go, "Hey, here's everything we've been doing for six months," and that's why we that's why we talk about it. <laughs> what for? What seems like forever? Right. Right. I'm glad you're picking that up because it's they. They really do make sure to release a steady flow of news, which is, you know, very, I'll take it. Absolutely. Especially today's. I was, I was hopped up on pre-workout and I was like, I was, I think I shed a tear at a certain part. Like I'm, I've never even played a legit Pokemon game and I had (laughs) one teardrop fall and I'll tell you when it fell. It was the weirdest moment. I'm also emo, but I, I did, I put in the discord. Uh, by the way, we have a Discord now. Uh, you can get the link on our Facebook. Please, come join. Please, come join and hang come out. Come chat. And I I did put, I'm crying at my desk right now. <laughs> because I legitimately was. So, the trailer opens up, and I did the thing with my hand. Like, I made a box. Like, it. I'm it talking opens. to a person that's not here. Um, but the trailer opened up, and... It legit is just, um, I forget his name, but he's sitting at the desk mm-hmm. and he introduces that we're going to see the trailer for the new Pokemon game. And it it goes into the trailer, which shows off Scorbunny, Grookey, and Sobble, which are the three new starters. And, you know, we, we get our first really good glimpse of them. And it's it's exciting because, you know, we, we did get intros to them before, but now we get to see them, like, running around the world a little bit, um, doing some other stuff. And then we get... It starts to show you normal Pokemon stuff, right? Like, you in a town, you running through grass. And then there's, like, a weird shift to you in a field. And yes. it's like, okay, hold on. And then the camera pans. Yeah. And that's when I that's when I lost it. You are now able there's an area of the game called the wild where it's essentially an open world area and there's going to be different climates and it's basically going to be like Pokemon Let's Go uh-huh. where Pokemon are roaming wild and you are exploring doing your thing and you can just catch these Pokemon and you battle them normally it's mm-hmm. not like let's go where you just shake a ball at it mm-hmm. and um, it's it's really just kind of bonkers to even think about but it shows you running through this area and it's like straight Breath of the Wild style yeah oh yeah open world and I just lost all control of myself I, <laughs> I had nothing left in me after that. And then they show you fighting a gigantic Gyarados. I think yeah. it was a Gyarados. Yeah, it was and, a Gyarados. And it's you're fighting it with friends, which was also insane. And there's raid battles in this one. Yes. Now, where you you can do co-op already just running around the wild with your friends seemingly. But now there's, you know, raid battles. Which is very cool. <laughs> um, yeah. And that's an understatement. Yeah. So four up to four player multiplayer, and um, basically there's this new mechanic called Dynamax where it makes your Pokemon gigantic. Yes. And that's really cool. It's a weird name for it, but it's really cool. And. Yeah, I I'm really excited as someone Chris who has never played a Pokemon before. Mm-hmm. Um tell me tell me some of your feelings. So the okay, so 
I got, I can't tell you guys what episode it was, but there was a Suplex the Sticks episode where Seth and David were asking me about, you know, why I actually it was the it was one of the episode it was the episode it was one of the end of the year episodes where I said my goal was to try like a a core Pokemon game and you guys that was the first time you realized I'd never played yeah, one. I remember this. And I tried to play I think X or Y on an emulator on my phone and it just didn't do it justice so I stopped cuz I didn't want to dislike the franchise over a phone emu- like phone emulation cuz right. that's not the real experience. So I ended up I said I I told them, you know, the first core title on the Switch I would play it. And they they both said that was fine. So then, you know, Let's Go Eevee. That's back and, when we thought we were getting a core title with the Yes. First so Let's Go Eevee comes out and I bought it and I played for a couple hours and I liked it, but it was it was just kind of boring. Yeah, um, it is very boring and it's and, tedious. I, and I, I have the same issue, and I'm a huge Pokemon fan. And I play Pokemon Go, and I really like Pokemon Go. I know that's nowhere near like a core title, but I enjoy the lore, and I enjoy Pokemon. So it's not like I'm a nihilist, and I'm like, oh, these little stupid mods. Like, I, I want to be into it. Um, and so, I, I, you know, there was super promise when they first showed. first The first footage they showed was super promising. And I'm like, okay, it looks like it's built like Let's Go Eevee, which is cool. And... I'll hopefully be able to play with a controller because that's what I really want to do. And the, graphically, it looks great. You know, I'm in. So then I watched today, and the the camera got me, and the Breath of the Wild stuff got me. And what what made the teardrop fall was when your your character w- was walking in the desert and like Rhydon's just like walking by himself yeah. next to her, dude. I just uh, just one drop fell. <laughs> I was like, holy crap, dude. Yeah, just a lonely little ride on in the desert, like straight chilling. Um, I think you guys didn't ruin it for me, but like so many people texted me about the raid battles and I got super excited. I think if I, if I would have watched it, not knowing there would be raid battles, I would have like blown, my mind would have been blown. Okay, it was still, yeah, it was still blown. No, that's not your fault, dude. Like there was a ton of people who were like, Hey, did you see it's going to have... Because all my kids are into into Pokemon. Right, of course. So they're like, Mr. Chris, did you see that it has raid battles? And I'm like, well, (laughs) I didn't watch it because I'm working with you. Yeah. Um, But uh, I mentioned that I wanted a Pokemon game with raid battles, you know, know, next-gen quote-unquote graphics on the Switch, you know, and I'm, I'm getting all that, and I'm super excited. My issue is that... It comes out the same day as Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It also it also comes out a week after Death Stranding. Um, luckily, we'll have Thanksgiving break a couple weeks after that to try and fit all these games in, which is fine. You know, you guys got to compete with each other. I get that. My one question is, and this isn't what you asked me, but I hope I answered it. My one question is, how do you think? raids are going to work is it going to be like pokemon go where like i'm going to like pop into the gyarados let's use the gyarados raid for example i pop in am i going to then invite you guys to come in or do you really think we're going to be exploring together so i think we'll be exploring together like because it's it's four player and they said it's local or online and so i imagine that you can can get with people in the wild Okay, so just the wild, you think it's going to be like a social space? Yeah, and then there's that, like the red beacons with the well in the ground. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you see those, and I imagine that you'll just go to one and be like, hey guys, I'm over here, and then, okay, you know, you meet up. That's still uh, awesome. And then it'll be like, like a normal Pokemon battle where... At least in like double Pokemon battles, the Pokemon with the highest speed goes first. Yes. So okay. like whoever on the team has the Pokemon with the highest speed would go first. Cool. So it's, it's yeah, man. And the, like there's actual gym battles back, yep. which the last one, um, I mean, you wouldn't know this, but Sun and Moon didn't have traditional gym battles. Okay. They had this weird system that I don't feel like explaining but you fought like leader islands leaders of an island and it was strange very strange okay. not very good uh, in my opinion uh, and it's why I didn't like sun and moon so <laughs> but <laughs> gym leaders are back um, they announced 
Oh, that. So the reason that the gym battles are in soccer stadiums is because everyone comes around from the cities to watch these battles. And because inside of these arenas, they're so big so they can fit the Dynamax Pokemon. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Which is really cool. And so the way that Dynamax is different from other gimmicks in Pokemon, Chris, is like in other games, they had Mega Evolutions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know about about those, yep. Yeah, and so Mega Evolutions would last the whole time your Pokemon was out. And with Dynamax, your Pokemon is only big for three turns. Yes. Which is way better. <laughs> and yes. And we'll add, and you can only do it once per battle. So, you know, it's going it, to, the competitive scene is going to be real interesting with the strategies with the Dynamax and everything with this game. I agree. I, I'm excited to see. I, I'm one of those weird people that likes to watch some competitive Pokemon. Um, it's really fun, and you see some weird strategies that are really yeah. cool. I would watch it. I would never. I'm, I'm more a co-op oh, guy. Yeah. Oh no. It's the what you need to play competitive Pokemon is insane because you have to be like breeding Pokemon for the perfect stats, and yes. it's, it's crazy. <laughs> but people do it, man. I can't do it. <laughs> um, so they they showed off some new Pokemon. I don't want to skip over that. Um, they showed off Wooloo. Who's uh-huh. a sheep Pokemon? Wooloo, yep. And when it gets scared, it rolls away, which is adorable. It is, yeah, it's super cute. Um, there's Gossifleur, which is the new plant Pokemon. Mm-hmm. They showed off its evolution, and I forgot the name of it to be honest, but it was it was a little bit forgettable. Uh, that's um, the only part where I was a little disappointed. Yeah, and then there's Dreadnought, who's my new son, and Dreadnought <laughs> is a water ground type turtle yeah and he's got uh chomping claws and like he's like an alligator snapping turtle kind of i love how they were basically like don't f with him (laughs) yeah they They, were they were politely said that they they were like his jaw can take huge chunks out of and there's a weird pause and someone (laughs) even tweeted like are they gonna say pokemon are they yeah that's what i thought can take huge chunks out of fucking pokemon (laughs) yeah (laughs) And, um, yeah, so they didn't say that, thank God. Um, and then Corviknight, which is the new bird, That's and it's a my steel son, type. Dude. That is my son. And, yeah, a lot of people love Skarmory, which is the other steel bird. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people on Twitter were like, okay, well, all of the Skarmory fans are now Corviknight fans. And <laughs> Yeah, Corviknight literally. Rem- my favorite team is the Baltimore Ravens. He literally reminds me of Poe. Yeah, which is which is our Raven. Just and I was like, whoo! And he's gonna fly you to places you've been before. Yes. So he's gonna be a transportation part of the game, and I'm assuming you can have one. I love it. And then they did a small cinematic at the end where this is what's got, most important right here. It got real. Not dope. as far as gameplay, but as far as choice making. Yeah, this is most important. <laughs> So all of a sudden you see running through the woods um, something like a dog-looking thing. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden you realize it's holding a sword in its mouth. And it's running towards um, something, and it's another dog. And it's a dog with a shield, like like as a mane, basically. Yeah. And it's the introduction of Zacian and Zamazenta, the two... Uh, the two legendaries and one is a sword boy and one is a shield boy <laughs> yes and they're both good doggos very good doggos making it very difficult to choose between the two. Oh, I, I already know oh what what are you picking Zamazenta dude the shield oh yeah awesome I also well no it's hard I I think Seth and I did kind of have this conversation um because it's the game is so con- the the graphic design of the game is so confusing to me that they put blue with the offensive weapon mm-hmm. and red with the defensive weapon and I know that that's probably a weird thing but usually red is offense and blue or green is defense but whatever and so usually I pick whatever is blue mm-hmm. and I love and I I so I'm probably going to have to pick sword but the shield dog really spoke to me 
Oh, dude, dude, when he's running through the forest, like, breakneck speed, and then he attacks Zamazenta, and Zamazenta basically just goes, ha, yeah. and def- I was like, bruh, and then he just stares him down. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's it. Uh, it's, I'm in. They both look so good. They do both look good, but the the design of the, like, the gold like dude the yeah. main that's a shield and he just like right. flicks his neck and like dude yeah i i can't not no i'm with you i'm i wish for zashian i wish they would have gave him more than just a sword in his mouth i think that's my biggest issue i think that's what that i mean i'm with you but i also think that that's what a lot of people love about him okay There's, okay a lot of people on the internet are just like He's just a wolf holding a sword, <laughs> and it's amazing. And they just love the simplicity of it. I mean, yeah, um, I can, I can get with that. So it's it's interesting. I am excited. This game comes out November fifteenth, and um, I know we talked a lot about it, but it it did deserve it. It, you know, we're getting a lot of, it's we're getting close to a new full Pokemon and the first full console Pokemon game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do want to note real quick, uh, just as a fun little bit of news here at the end of the episode, because I opened up my Twitter and something leaked while we were recording, Chris. What? Um, there's going to be a free DLC added, um, maybe only on PC, but there's no news yet because it only leaked on Steam. Or that, yeah, on Steam. There's going to be a free DLC called Borderlands 2 Commander Lilith and the Fight okay, for Sanctuary. So that's for sure then. And it'll be bridging the story to Borderlands 3 from Borderlands 2. Well, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I'm ready. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll play it. It'll be fun. But, you know, it's crazy. It's, you know, we're. We're right here at the we're we're very close to E3 and so we're going to get stuff like this. I'm starting to get stressed out. <laughs> uh, why? It's it's it's, no, it, it's my second favorite time of year but man it's 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 sensory overload. Oh yeah, for sure. It, like especially, you know, lo- it's almost a blessing we don't have Sony cuz it's like I don't know if I could handle like a 2-hour Microsoft and then if Sony came to play too, like I'd be like, I, uh, I, I'm going, I'm homeless. Like I, I forgot how to brush my teeth. I don't know like <laughs> what life is. Yeah. I get it. So real quick, uh, got a couple minutes. What are some things, uh, do they have, do they have a release date on that Borderlands 2 DLC? Uh, the ninth of June. Yeah. Cause it's going to be free. Freak? It's going to be free, apparently. Uh, I know, but it's like that. Uh, we haven't even played Anthem yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what are? So we did our hot takes. We did our E3 predictions. It, always, as always, super fun. If you guys haven't listened to it, go listen to it. But on a realistic basis, like realism, what do you want to see from E3 that we maybe didn't mention that you think is likely to happen? Um, I really want to see... Besides, like, wild things, um, I need to see an Animal Crossing release date. Yes, absolutely. I need to see... I I really want to see that the Avengers game is coming out this year. Ooh. They've been working on it for a long time. I'm with you. I just... I I think they've missed the Avengers hype, and they might just... And I don't know if they want to, like if they want to compete with ultimate Alliance three, I mean, they wouldn't, if they released it like holiday, um, with square, you also have to think about just like earnings. Like if they're going to release the kingdom hearts three DLC and seven part one this year, then I think they just on a business standpoint that they would put Avengers to next year. Right. But I'm with you, dude. I, I just can't wait to see that game. I, I really, my, my only other one that I have, is that I really want to see, and this is just kind of a weird guess, mm-hmm. but Nintendo has done a real good job of supporting their titles post-launch. I want to see some Mario Party DLC. Yes. Because I think that Mario Party is a very good game, and it really could use some love. 
They just never, yeah. It, and it's it, so strange they gave Captain Toad's love. Yes. And not Mario Party. Yes. Um, that and I want to see what Camelot is working on next. Okay. So, okay. sorry, that that's my no. fourth one. No, you're um, fine. Um, so, leaving out stuff that I know is not happening, like Rocksteady said they're not going to be there, which is a super bummer. Yeah, that happened um, today. <laughs> I wasn't happy about that tweet. So, you know, unless... Unless they're just not there and Big Daddy Phil is like, hey, what's up? I got this Rocksteady game. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing that leaked today is that uh, Turtle Rock's new game, Back for Blood, won't be there. Which oh, is that's their... a bummer. Yeah, they're not going to be there. Um, so the couple things I want to see, uh, you're going you're gonna to be like, oh, yeah, when I say this. I want to see a Biomutant release date. Yeah, we've been seeing that game a Where, lot. Where's our furry little critter? Like where's when when's when's his time? When's gonna be his time? Um, I'd like to see more astral chain stuff. I'm not sure if you know they can give us anything, but I'd really like to see more astral chain. I know that joint comes out in August, I think. Yeah. So they need to show something. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then I'd really, uh, I really want to see like a teaser of what from software and George are working on. Ooh, yeah. Maybe, just a teaser. From Software always teases stuff. So even if it's just like, just give us, give us like an idea of what it is. Like right, it doesn't right. have to be like a full blown trailer or anything. Give us like a little tease of what you're doing. Right. Um. Other than that, I think we've hit everything. You know, I'm gonna get all my gears release dates and I'm, you know, things like that. We're gonna know. I think at least a timeline for Halo. We went over all that. Those are. A couple things that I left out. We're going to see Dying Light Two, which I didn't mention, but I can't wait to see that. Yeah. Um, so those are a couple. Those are a couple little things that kind of slip through the cracks. Bio Mutant for me is definitely like a must. Like I want to see something. Yeah. Um. So we put a que- we put basically this question out in the Discord, um, and we had one response from our buddy Chip. Um, Thanks, Chip. Appreciate you. Who basically I'm going to summarize what he said. Um. <laughs> But he he basically wants Microsoft to tell us that they are dedicated to their first-party lineup um, at the end of this gen and going into next gen, which, uh, Chip, I can kind of uh, make you happy by saying that Phil did come out, I don't know if it was today or yesterday, and say that there's going to be 12 first-party titles announced during this. Whether or not they've already been announced, but there's going to be 12 first party games mm-hmm. so that's that's definitely going to happen um, he wants 343 to show that they took criticism to heart from uh, I'm assuming Halo 5 yeah and is pouring a lot into the next Halo which I, I agree with you I really want to I liked Halo 5 more than most other people um, but I do agree with you that um, you know they definitely could have made that better absolutely um, and he wants Nintendo to have some surprise first-party games for this year and That next. would be nice. That would be nice. Definitely, I think they might have some surprises up their sleeve for next year, but I think their release lineup this year is pretty stacked. It's so stacked. I don't know if we'll get it's... any surprise Because, I mean, you've got Dead by Daylight. You've got Link's Awakening. You've got Animal Crossing. You've got Luigi's Mansion 3. Uh, you know, Pokemon. So- Pokemon. Astral Chain. Astral Chain. The the only game that I can see happening is whatever game um I forgot the name of the studio and I feel terrible. Retro. <laughs> whatever yes. game Retro was working on that they basically finished and then got immediately pulled to do Metroid 4. Yes. So the rumor is that that was a Star Fox style racing game. So we'll see if that ends up being a thing. Oh, Fire Emblem too. We forgot Fire Emblem. Yes, that's happening this. So year. they're uh, they're 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 smooth sailing, I think. Oh yeah. Um, if anything, so, they'll, they'll oversaturate this year if they put anything else out. Yeah, I I agree. But I mean, I I hope to see all those things also, Chip. I'm really excited. Um, I'm I'm excited to see what Microsoft and Nintendo uh, come up with and see what they can do. Because I'm the, sure there'll be cameos. The past couple years, um, 
we've had a big push on indies and they've been good. Right. So I'm very excited. I, I'm always excited for what uh, when Microsoft showcases their indies. So I'm I'm also I, I feel like we're gonna get some surprises. We're gonna get some release dates on games that I can't think of right now that I'm not gonna mention because I don't want to mention them and not do the developer justice. Um, Afterlife is one of them, which is that eight bit game where you basically go to hell and have to like find your way out. I don't know if you guys remember that. Um, yeah, I that's don't. one. That's one I'd like to see a release date. Um, there's a couple other ones that I'd really like to see that unfortunately I can't remember their name. I know Devolver will show the release date hopefully for uh, My Name is Pedro, which I can't wait to play on the Switch. So uh, I'm excited about. We don't. I don't. I feel like the past couple episodes we haven't been able to give the indies love because we've been so like just AAA has been just nonstop like vomiting everywhere. But uh, we at Suplex are definitely stoked for the indies. And in fact, one of David's favorite games this year so far is an indie game. So just wanted you guys to know. All right. So with that, we will uh, see you on the other side of this E3 season. Make sure to follow us on all of our social medias at Suplex of Sticks and get in on that Discord. The link to it will be in the show notes. Um, and it will be in the comments of whatever on the Facebook post. Yep. So get it, get at us in there. We'll be talking at you all E3 and you know, um, with that, we will see you next week. Have a great E3 everyone. All right. Bye. Bye.